You see, I was searching for happiness in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not in some motel, hotel, holiday inn. No. It's in that little place I like to call the gin and juice room, man. Now, all y'all, please say it with me. Respect my house. Y'all been so good to me. You see, baby, I don't do this just for the recognition. What's my name? Mr. Payne. What's my name? Mr. Payne. Excuse me, Jack. Evening. Ah, uh, he good. Evening. Evening. Um, you got any friendship? Yes, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. All right. I smell French. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you keep it. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, don't I know you? I don't think so. Yes, I do. I know you. What is your name? Claude Banks. Claude Banks! Claude Banks! Hey, Miss Me! Ray Gibson! We went to high school together. How you doing, man? You went to Monroe? Monroe, yes, definitely. How you doing, man? Look at you looking all sharp. Let me feel good to see colored folks doing good for themselves. Yeah, well, I went to Jefferson. So you must have a different Claude Banks in mind. Excuse me. I'm sorry, man. My mistake. Don't you just love the movie Life? Really, although it came out in 1999, it still resonates today. And if you follow this podcast, you know I'm a cinephile. Like, I love cinema. But there are some films that I can watch over and over again. And that was what was happening with the movie Life a few weeks ago. I was watching Life. This scene happens pretty early on in the film. In the high school part, I was like, oh my goodness, this is how I organically come up with the next podcast. I don't just go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I feel like if I plan it too much, it's just, it seems forced. But once Ray Gibson, Eddie Murphy's character says, I remember you from back in high school. I was like, pretty Ricky's what they called him. Let's do the episode. Really, Gina's not my lover. This is from season two, episode two, and it aired on Fox August the 29th, 1993. This episode aired three years before the film A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which is also important for this podcast because both of those films, Life and A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, not only starred Martin Lawrence, but also includes some of the guest stars in this particular episode. And because we're in the theme of reunion, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, yes, I did watch the Martin Show reunion. I was pleasantly surprised and satisfied with it overall. There were some things that were left out. There were some people that were left out. But understandably, due to time constraints, I knew that they couldn't include everything. I did learn some new interesting facts that I've never included in this podcast that I can't wait to cover. But I won't spoil it for those who haven't watched it yet. But there is a bonus podcast that I am currently working on for the Martin Show reunion. But let's get into this episode. This is Martin Payne's high school reunion. And as we open up this scene, we actually start in Gina's apartment as Martin prepares his body for the reunion. Yo, Jimmy, hurry up, girl. We only got 11 hours before we go to my high school reunion. Ed, I can't believe you're up this early. <laughs> Martin, how many push-ups did you do anyway? Uh, uh, 
You mean count last night, Gina? Okay, add three. And then add a thousand to me, Gina. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no, Gina. It's about fronting on suckers you went to high school with. You know? Everyone you couldn't get with. Huh? All the people that's put you down. Stole your money. Stole your girl. When did that ever happen to you? Oh, Gina, it's happened to me, okay? I wasn't always perfect, baby. Oh, no. Gina, I wasn't always the Mac. <laughs> See, baby, back then, Ricky Fontaine was the man. Pretty Ricky, what they called. <laughs> Look, this man was, what, captain of the basketball team, voted most likely to have it going on. Everybody loved Pretty Ricky and hated me, Gina. But you know what, baby? <laughs> Put it! Tonight, the tables are turned. Now, although the Martin Show reunion was very positive and everyone gave each other praise, the Martin Payne High School reunion is the total opposite, complete 180. And as we continue on in this scene, we hear Martin explain Gina's role in his strategy to win the greatest award of the night. Martin, you're going to be front all night. I don't think I want to be there. No, no, Gina, you got to be there. You are my trophy, girl. See, with you by my side, Gina, ain't nothing stopping me from winning that Man of the Decade Award. <laughs> man of the Decade? My man could be Man of the Decade? <laughs> yes, that's right, that's right. That's why, Gina, you can't just look good, babe. Every man has to want you. That's why I got a whole damn beauty plan for you. No, Martin, no! Remember you tried to give me that pedicure? That nail almost didn't grow back! Come on, now I'm sorry about the baby toe. But this time, Gina, you going downtown to a real salon. Juanita's bumper curl. Alright? She's gonna facial and she's gonna hook your hair up, okay? She's gonna stab you, plank, plank. And Gina, baby, please do not get the long weave like Pam, because everybody knows that's horsehead. Shut up, Martin. I'm saying people are not fools, Gina. Martin, shut up. And, and come here, come here, baby. Now, it ain't finished now. Okay? At 3 o'clock, you are going to see the dentist. Dentist? I don't need to see the dentist, Martin. You don't know your own mouth like I do, Gina. <laughs> come, 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 come. Huh? Huh? Look here. Huh? See that? You really need to cut back on the coffee, Gina. You really do. Okay, all right. I didn't realize how important all this was. Here, Thank take you. That. Thank you. Unbeknownst to Martin and Gina, Martin provides at this moment a bit of foreshadowing for tonight. Girl, I got a feeling you're going to be a showstopper tonight. And Gina, not knowing the weight of that statement, playfully dances toward her bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I rerun would love you, girl. <laughs> we'll come back to my opinion on Gina's For My Man of the Decade Award Extreme Makeover. But moving along with this episode, this scene opens up at Martin's apartment. Martin, Tummy, and Cole are all sitting around looking through the yearbook and planning their strategies for the night. Hey, yo, Martin, why are you looking through your old yearbook, man? Because I'm making a list, Cole, okay? A payback list, and you're not on it. 
Hey, isn't that Keisha? Martin, isn't that that girl that, that Ricky Fontaine stole from you the day of the prom? <laughs> Ricky Fontaine. Pretty Ricky, what they called him. <laughs> oh, 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 go look. Vanessa, Vanessa Tucker, she was my lab partner. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you were supposed to hook up with her. What happened? Well, she was going out with Ricky's older brother, Chico Fontaine. Pretty Chico, what they called him. Damn Fontaines, man. They got you too, huh, Tommy? You know what? But don't worry about it. Tonight is payback. So we have Martin, who's bringing Gina, of course. We have Tommy, who's going to try and meet up with Vanessa at the reunion. But then that leaves us with Cole. Tommy, yo, I seen Vanessa, man. She looking pretty good. You should try to hook up with her tonight. Then we'll have three of the finest ladies in the house. Cole, 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 excuse me, bro. But I don't think Big Shirley... Exactly qualifies as fine. Be <laughs> <laughs> sure right. I got me a professional one. Good for you, Cole. Yeah. Gina ain't here waiting to hug. Move it, Shorty. I'm here to see Cole. Look, you gonna sign these contracts or not? Because I ain't going nowhere with you without a contract being signed. Hold on, Cole. What's going on? Sweet. Uh, Pam, here's my date. How about you gotta pay her? I'm getting a free round-trip ticket anywhere his airline flies. A free round-trip ticket? Pam, for all of that, I could just take Big Shirley. I mean, all she wants is a couple of buckets of chicken and some curly fries. Well, can Big Shirley wear this? What Pam holds up is a la Hoochie Secret. You all remember the store Hoochie Secret. Martin purchased Gina something from Hoochie Secret in the episode The Romantic Weekend. Ah, uh, guess what? Bring it on. Dick. Bring it on. I brought you something from Hoochie Secret. What? I want you to put it on for me. Boy, you got me some lingerie. I sure did. The way I'm feeling right uh -huh. now. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that? Baby, I, I can't fit this. What you mean you can't fit it? No, it's not going to go in the... Uh -uh. It's not supposed to fit, baby. Not supposed to fit. So Cole looks at the dress Pam's holding up, and there's only one thing to do. Now I'm going to get on my soapbox about this extreme makeover that Martin put Gina through. I mean, I can see getting your hair and nails done, but the dentist? I mean, really, Martin? Now we're crossing the line into the slippery slope of disrespect. But maybe we underestimated Gina. Maybe she's more ride or die than we thought, or just is completely blind to the fact that she's being a bit disrespected. But as we open up this next scene in Martin's apartment, Martin is pacing back and forth. He is waiting to see Gina. He is waiting for the big reveal. If you get the message, call me when you get in. Damn it, Gina. Where are you? You're late on the most important night of my life. I'm sorry, God, I gotta be a little more patient. <laughs> When Gina opens the door, from the neck down, she looks fabulous. She has on a pearl choker. She has on this fabulous form-fitting red dress. But from the neck up, you know what? Martin expresses it the best. Damn! So for those of you who are visual and have not seen this episode, shame on you. 
Uh, no, seriously, let me describe Gina's face. First of all, I will say that Juanita's bump and curl, they did a great job on her hair. Her hair looks fine. Her little earrings look fine. But her face is covered in hives. Her right cheek is swollen, which is causing her mouth to be asymmetrical. It looks like she's had a like Bell's palsy. I won't say she looks like she had a stroke. That's that's a little extreme. I mean, the swelling in her face is causing her to have slurred speech, but she's obviously not having a stroke. But what I really love about this scene and what we learned in the Martin Show reunion, no spoilers, but they did cover this episode. And what's great is that we learned that Martin encouraged Tisha Campbell to really go for it. I remember telling T that she don't be afraid to be crazy. Don't be afraid to go for it. Lucille Ball, all of them, they're not afraid. Go for it. And she did just that. All I wanted to do was make him laugh. I wanted to see that thing that he has in his eyes where he just goes, like that, right? In the table read, when I turned to him and I said, I got hit with the Nobatine. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> right? I would get a high off of making him laugh. But I was nervous. Yeah, yeah. I you was were. really nervous. Yeah, you were. You were scared, huh? Don't be scared. Mm -mm, don't be scared. Well, you know who's nervous now? Martin Payne, as he talks with Gina about the whole extreme makeover experience. Oh, baby! Did you get jacked? I told you to not fight for the car. No, Martin. Juanita gave me an avocado mask. What? An avocado mask. But you're allergic to avocados. I know. <laughs> and then the dentist hit a nerve with the Novocaine. Oh, How could this happen to me? I mean, you. I'm sorry, baby. Um, look, um, I, I can't ask you to do that. Martin, I have to be there. This is a very important night for you. You can be man of the decade. So as this scene continues on, another side effect we see with Gina is that she starts drooling. And why is she drooling? The dentist hit a nerve with the Novocaine. So Martin does the best thing he can think of. He grabs one of those magazines on the coffee table and tries to scoop it up. Baby, uh, I mean, it's not that I didn't want to touch it, baby. It's just you're leaking, okay? Okay? And you know, you know, the dentist put some things in there sometimes. So, um, look here, okay? Um, 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 I appreciate it, though, babe, but seriously, I think you better stay home, okay? Are you sure? Gina, I ain't never been so sure about something in my life. Okay, okay then, then I'm gonna go in take these painkillers that this just gave me and go to bed, okay? Okay, hey, hey, baby, I'll tell you all about it when I get home, okay? okay? Hey, hey, come on, man, it's all right. Give me sugar. Uh, no, no. 
Give me that. Give me that. I love you. I love you too. opens up we see the class of 1983 mingling amongst each other but martin payne wastes no time scratching names off his payback list Ooh. yeah i don't know about you but i'm gonna go find vanessa what you gonna do i'm getting right down to business tommy yeah. yep payback <clears throat> uh-oh <laughs> look who i see man clarence baker Excuse me, bro. And man, <clears throat> what's up, Felipe? <laughs> All right, hey, Clarence, what's happening, bro? Remember me, Martin Payne? Yeah. You and your boys used to cut on my ears all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I guess you heard I'm a big time radio star now, huh? Yeah. So. So. So let me ask you a question. Are you still selling tapes out the trunk of your car? Look, man, that's strictly temporary. Oh, come on, Clarence. For 10 years? Man, I say that's a career. Okay, now look here, bro. When you get a chance, hook me up with the new Luther. I heard he's kicking. Excuse me. Now, where's old Keisha? While Martin is in his own Kill Bill revenge movie, Tommy, on the other hand, only has Vanessa on his mind. Vanessa. Vanessa Tuck. Hey! Tommy! I remember. Your girl caught on fire in chemistry class, right? Yeah, and it never quite grew back. <laughs> well, you know, I think bald men are sexy. It's really good seeing you again, Tommy. If you grew up in the 90s, you know that voice really as Miss Piggy, better known as Regina on the Steve Harvey show that aired from 1996 to 2002. While others of you may know her better as Tasha Mack from the series The Game. However, in this episode, Vanessa's played by the actress Wendy Raquel Robinson. Her acting credits included The Simbat Show, Thea, NYPD Blue, Miss Congeniality, Two Can Play That Game, The Proud Family, The Parkers, All of Us, Something New, Girlfriends, Family Guy, Grey's Anatomy, Insecure, and of course, she was also in A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which starred Martin and one of our other guest stars of this episode. You know... I came here tonight hoping that I'd run into you. Oh, really? Have a seat. You need you something to drink? Oh, no, 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 I don't drink. Well, not anymore. I'm taking it one day at a time. <laughs> okay. I'm good. As Tommy counts his first red flag, we return back to Martin and his payback list. Girl, you still got those moves. Oh, and you can still work it yourself too, Martin Payne. Better than Ricky. You mean pretty Ricky? Please, that bum dropped me the day after graduation. And ever since then, all I've been able to think about is you. Oh, wait, wait. Let me get this right. You and Ricky fell off after a week. Right. Your husband's in jail for selling bad meat. You got it. 
And I had the top radio show in all of Detroit. Now that's the truth. <laughs> now, why was it you dumped me again? Oh, Martin, if I had known you was going to turn out to be such a big radio Save the drama for your mama. Because I ain't trying to hear. So as the reunion continues, a little math comes into play. Obviously, Martin is minus his plus one. It's okay, Martin. I can still go. <laughs> Hell no. Um, no, no, I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry, baby. Um, look, um, I, I can't ask you to do that. Tommy is multiplying red flags. See, Tommy, it wasn't the illegal drugs. It was the prescriptions that really got me into trouble. But of course, I couldn't afford the prescriptions, you know, with all my gambling debts. It was bad. Hey, hey, isn't that heavy deal? Hey, hey, you're not going to leave me like all the rest, are you, Tommy? No, no, I was just stretching. <laughs> and Cole... Let's just say his plus one makes him feel like a zero. Yeah, you know, I ain't gonna be able to hang out as late as I thought I might be able to. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a long night loving ahead of me. <laughs> ain't that right, Pam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's not cold enough. Come on. I said more ice. With her dignity not worth plane tickets, Pam shows Cole exactly what he can do with his cup. You know what I mean? I can't take it no more. Yeah, that's right. Run, damn it. Go, go to bring the car around. As the high school reunion continues on, we now see that Martin's payback list has dwindled down to only one more name. Ah, here we go. Dante, Kitty, and Lester. Y'all have a good evening now, you hear? Woo, one more person I'm looking for. I just got one more to go. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Fontaine. Pretty Ricky what they call him. Check it out, everybody. If it ain't Martin, no game paid. What's up, little radio man? Oh, are you a fan now? No, I'm not. But I caught your show a couple of times down at the car wash ah. while they were detailing my Porsche. <laughs> ah, you mean the one with the Volkswagen engine, huh? <laughs> you start speeding in them residential districts, boy. <laughs> now, is that still in your mama's name or what? Listen, brother, ain't nobody got to buy me nothing. I got my own business. Ricky Fontaine. Pretty Ricky, what they called. Is played by the actor Miguel A. Nunez Jr. And his acting credits included Trapper John M.D., Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, The Return of the Living Dead, What's Happening Now, Jumping Jack Flash, A Man, Harlem Nights, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Lethal Weapon 3, Thea, Living Single, Sparks, why Do Fools Fall in Love, Life, The Hugleys, The Parkers, Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps, The Bernie Mac Show, Jawana Man, My Wife and Kids, Nashville, The Family Business. But there was one family business he was known for the best in A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Something I could do for you, man? Uh, is Mia here? Uh, she's busy right now, but uh, something I can help you with? 
Oh, I think she's expecting me. Oh, okay, damn, you you the uh, chicken delivery boy, huh? You a well-dressed one, I'll tell you that shit. Is that you, Reggie? Yeah. I'm out here trying to get past your little doorman. I'll be right out. Okay. Uh, no disrespect, partner. You know, you just can't be too careful. It was this chicken delivery rapist back in the 80s just running around plucking motherfuckers. Let me stop you right there, brother. I don't deliver chicken. My family owns chicken fixings. In fact, we own 20 chicken fixings and netted $5 million in profit last year. Should be obvious. Damn. You banking like that? And you come over here with a biscuit meal, man? I mean, you tell... Hey, Reggie. There is a God. I see you two have met. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I, uh, I thought we'd grab a bite before we drove up the coast. I took the top down on the Porsche. Well, look, I don't want to interrupt y'all driving up the coast in the Porsche, especially with your chicken fixing biscuit dinner. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna roll on over to Chocolate City because you know I'm about to own it. <laughs> so, you know, I gotta do some paperwork over there. You know you're still on the VIP. You know, if you bring anybody with you, please... You know, put a call in or something. And, uh, you know, hopefully when we get some food in the club, your boy could deliver the chicken. Although A Thin Line Between Love and Hate was released in 1996, three years after this episode of Martin aired, their original standoff at this high school reunion is iconic in its own right. Did I mention my fiance happened to be Miss Michigan? And she's just as pretty as me. Oh. <laughs> well, you better hurry home. I think she needs her eyeliner back. <laughs> Look here, man. You may have heard of my woman, all right? She's a fashion model. Jaina. You seen her in all the magazines, bro? Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw her bent over in Jet Magazine last week. A Scorpio, right? <laughs> <laughs> you wild boy. You wild boy. You a wild boy. Just like your sister on Sunday. <laughs> well, what do you know? Little scrub Marty Payne is a big-time radio celebrity with a model for a girlfriend. Mm -mm. You know what? If you go back there and gargle... Mm -hmm. I'll let you be my run-up for man of the decade. Uh, <laughs> well, come on, man. You man of the decade, bro? I think not. Look, my girl is finer than yours, and my pockets are fatter. Oh, yes, the pockets stay swollen. Man, I wrote a check last week, and the bank bounced. I don't know, but I'm scared. They tell me eight people got hurt. Oh. Now, obviously, this was a tribute to Martin's mentor, the late and great Robin Harris, who actually is the originator of this joke. How you doing, Tiny? Yeah, I heard you got a whole lot of money, aren't you? <laughs> Tell me you write a check in the bank bounce. Man, RIP to the late, great Robin Harris. Now, remember when Gina said this? Then I'm gonna go in and take these painkillers that this is gave me and go to bed, okay? Well, let's just say that she didn't read the labels quite right 
on the bottle. <laughs> what in the hell is that? Crazy fans like to show up, they love me though. I gotta go handle this. Let's get security on that. Alright. Hey, babe, babe, what are you doing here? Yeah. I, I couldn't let you down. Okay. I took the pill and I had a little nap. Uh-huh. And now I'm fine. You know you're not fine when you forget that you lost your own comb in your hair. Okay, I really appreciate you coming down here, and, uh, but the party's over, baby. Yeah. You mean I missed it? <laughs> I was doing this for you, and I missed it. This is my best day, and I'm knowing that I'm gonna make it up to you, baby. I'm terrible. <laughs> You're a saint, Martin. You know, you're doing an awful lot for your fans. Yeah, yeah, well, I try to get back to the community, bruh. I mean, you got the jacket, didn't you? Excuse me. Well, what's the name, Mr. Martin? Get up, me out the door, my Now, Martin, this wouldn't happen to be that supermodel girlfriend of yours, would it? Look, bruh, okay? I'll tell you about that later on, but right now you got a pair of dice on the top of your nose or something. I don't know, brother. It's sticking out. Hurry, go. Hey, hey, Mark, look, come on. We got to get out of here, man. Vanessa's crazy. Mm-hmm. What's up with Gina? Look, Tommy, I'll explain it to you later. Just help me get into the car, oh, man. Uh-huh. All right. Come, come on, on, baby. Now, if you remember, Martin wasn't only going to his high school reunion for payback, but as he and Tommy try to sneak a disheveled Gina out the door, one of his payback recipients, Clarence, steps up to the mic and reminds Martin what else he came here for. May I have your attention, please? It's that time of the night when we announce the winner of the Man of the Decade Award. And the winner is... Martin Payne? As the spotlight lands on Martin and Gina, Martin hands Gina over to Tommy to help her in her seat. Then he jogs up to the podium and in Martin fashion, he makes sure he puts his hand directly in Clarence's face as Clarence walks off the stage. I came up here tonight to get even with all of y'all, but <laughs> since you named me man of the decade, you know, I just got one, one other thing to say. <laughs> all y'all can go to hell. That's right. Come on. Come on. I mean, who are we kidding, huh? You didn't like me then and your damn sure don't like me now. You go, boy. <laughs> I know that boy. Disgusted by what he's seeing, Ricky Fontaine, pretty Ricky what they called, begins to see red and demands to present his case of voter fraud. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is enough of this. Now I want a recount. 
Martin's woman not no supermodel like he claimed. She this elephant woman looking thing here. You laughing a little too hard, ain't you, bro? <laughs> Now, Ricky Fontaine, pretty Ricky is what they call you. Uh, I think you owe my girl an apology, man. Please, she should be apologizing to pretty Ricky. She ain't got no business coming here looking like that. That's pure, unadulterated ugliness. I mean, she's so ugly, it would take six clothes. with my girl Gina. Baby, look, I'm sorry, girl. I haven't been treating you right tonight, okay? Because I felt I had to front for these little clowns. But you know what? I don't care no more. Let's get up out of here. This ain't our place. Let's go. Out. Let's go, boo. Come on. Come on. I know. You know, shit. They don't know. To not be outdone by her grand entrance, Gina does not disappoint as she gives her grand exit. I would like to say that Tisha Campbell really did listen to Martin's advice. She really did go all the way in this episode, really Gina's not my lover. And an additional fact that we learned in the Martin show reunion, not to spoil it, was the reciprocation of what Martin did for his cast and the cast did for Martin Lawrence. I wasn't really a comedic actress, but I learned a lot from him. I feel like, I feel like I may have gave gave them some comedically, mm -hmm. and they gave me some acting wise. Right, right. Because I felt like in the first year I wasn't as seasoned a seasoned actor, but working with all of them, I felt like they helped me get better. So a little bit of background information about this episode: it was directed by Garen Keith, and you can listen to all of his directing credits in our very first podcast. Do you remember the time? And our writer was Jackie Edmonds Kofer. She actually wrote 11 Martin episodes. And you can hear about her other writing credits in our podcast, Thanks for Nothing. Now you know what time it is. It's time for us to get to step. So that's what we're going to do. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. I want to thank all the subscribers, old and new, for supporting the Martin Show podcast. Remember to tell others about the Martin Show podcast. You can email me at themartinshowpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, we're available on all platforms where podcasts are available, including your smart devices. Remember, you can say Alexa or Google. Play the Martin Show podcast and voila, you hear our podcast. So until next time... Peace.